Hey, this is Pastor Michael Alfaro from The Calling Church. I'm so excited that you're listening to our church podcast. I pray that it blesses you and encourages your faith. So, so good to see you, church. I'm so happy to be with you this morning. Uh, I'm always privileged and honored to serve you and to, to be praying for you. And so I believe I have a word from God, actually a series from the Lord to preach and teach and inspire you this morning. We're going to be in a new series over the next few weeks as I've been praying and as I've been meditating and seeking the wisdom of God in prayer. I heard the Lord tell me this. The title of our series and my message this morning is called My Healthy soul question mark all right my healthy soul question mark all right so can you turn to someone right now in fact if you're on the chat right my healthy soul question mark I have a question for you this morning it's a deep question how is your soul doing how is your soul doing this morning all right how is your soul doing Yesterday and typically the day before I uh, prepare my messages, I'm very, very focused. I'm very, very engaged. Uh, my wife and, and already knows, don't bug Michael because Michael is really zeroed in on preparing the message. He's exe- I'm exegeting, I'm studying. I have like 20 books around me. I have my computer open. I have, I, I, I'm, I'm praying at times. I'm very, very focused because I take this very seriously. And I spend just so you know, at least 10 to 15 hours each on each sermon. That's how serious I take it because I study my buddy, my butt, my, not my buddy off, my butt, my butt off, all right, blah. To, to make sure that I, I'm being faithful to the word of God. So yesterday, as I was studying and I was zeroing in, my wife had shared with me that our, bath to, our bathtub was clogged. And she said, Michael, uh, I want to take a shower tonight. Uh, would you mind helping me unclog the bathtub? And, and mind you, there was like 20 gallons of water, all right, in the bathtub. And so what I did is, you know, I went old school. You know what I'm saying? I come from the hood. I got a wire hanger. I, you know, I, I undid that thing. I put the wire hanger inside the drain and I'm, I'm trying to pull out the clog and to no avail. There's nothing that's coming out. So finally I said, you know, wife, wife, let me go ahead and get, uh, let me get a plunger. And I got this plunger and uh, I said, I'm going to need your help, your, your help, wife. And so I, there's, if you notice, there's a, a, a hole, another piece of plumbing called the overflow in your bathtub. So I said, wife, let's wet a rag. Let's stuff, uh, I want you to stuff the rag in the overflow and hold it while I uh, plunge the bathtub. All right. So I kid you not, the tub is filled with water. And here I am, I'm plunging the tub away. I'm plunging the tub, tub away and she's holding uh, with her hand the overflow. And all of a sudden, there's this black, like all, all of a sudden, this black cloud of water that comes up out of the bathtub. All right. It was disgusting. All right. Uh, all kinds of hair. All right. Come, pause for a second, you ladies. All right. Never throw your hair down the drain. I grew up with women, all right? I have four aunties. I have two sisters. I know what you women do, all right? Some of y'all take your hair and throw it on the the wall. Come on, y'all, all All right? Other people got to use, there's a community restroom right here, all right? So as I'm plumbing away all this long hair 
comes out of, of, of the bath, of the drain, all right? And, and I'm saying, honey, you don't do that, all right? And, and then n- not only was her hair in there, but she's like, Michael, I see your beard hairs. I see those little fine hairs. What, 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 what are you doing, all right? You're, you're, you're shaving and you're throwing your hair down the drain too. I'm like, I'm so sorry. So here I'm still plunging the bathtub and she's still holding the overflow and it's a mess. My baby's crying because we put her down to watch the wiggles and she's like, where's mommy and daddy? And we're like we're working on the bathtub it was a it was a mess y'all all right so I'm plunging away and not only does hair come up but I kid you not an aloe leaf came up you know an aloe peel she, my, she was like Michael where how in the world did an aloe leaf come up out of this how did it get down there or right, I'm like wife I don't know it's not like I go to the bathtub and I, I stuffed it I have I remember one time I had a cut and I didn't know I didn't know it went down there, all right? So still the thing is plugged up and I'm still trying to plunge it, all right? I kid you not, more stuff comes up out of this thing, all right? Uh, uh, I kid you not, I saw uh, my wife's, I saw shards of plastic, you know, ladies shavers, you know what I'm saying? The, my wife's holding her face right, because this is a true story, all right? Ladies, I'm like, wife, there's a trash can right next door to the bathtub. You could, you know that, that little surf, that covering that comes over the blades of your lady shavers? I saw like four of those come up out of my bathtub drain. I'm like, woman, all right? That's not the only thing that came up out of the bathtub. So I'm plunging away. My wife's holding the overflow. <laughs> my baby's crying. I kid you not, grass started to come up out of the bathtub. And she's like, Michael, how did grass come up? In What, are you a caveman? All right. And before you know it, this thing started to smell. And my wife's like, you know, that, that feeling you get when you're all th-? She's like, and I'm like, just hold the overflow. And I'm trying to, my baby's, it was a mess, y'all. All right. It, it was a mess. All right. And I, I kid you not, as I was still plunging, a snake. No, I'm just kidding. A snake did not come up out of the, that, that is a true story. I've heard that happening before. Uh, you just run at that point. All right. You forget the bathtub, leave it. All right. Um, but it was a crazy mess. I was plunging away at my bathtub. And mind you, I did not want to spend my time, my precious Bible studying, preaching time, focusing on the bathtub. So I kid you not, I spent hours uh, uh, because she wanted to take a, a, a shower and I wanted to be a good husband. The whole bathtub is black, by the way. It's dirt, it's water, aloe leaves, there's grass, shards of women, plastic shavers, all right? It, it was a mess. So I had to get a bucket and dump it all out. But this morning, I have, a, uh, have a special series that I want to talk to you about called How, uh, My Healthy Soul. As I, as, I, as I was kind of upset with my wife, and I have this in my hand for a reason, don't worry, all right? Uh, I, 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 as I took time to unplunge that and dump all the water outside my backyard, I felt, Lord, I don't want to spend my time, my precious time, preparation time, working on this bathroom. And I'll never forget the Holy Spirit shared this with me. He said, Michael, a lot of our soul sometimes is like a a clogged bathtub. Do you ever wonder sometimes the things that got deep down within you? Oh, come on, somebody, I feel like preaching today. Do you ever wonder why you're reacting and you're responding and your actions are a certain way? It's because there are things that are way deep down inside you. And your your wife sometimes like, what's wrong with you? Or your husband's like, why are you acting that way? Or your kids like, why are you talking like that? It's because there's things that are deep down within you, like my bathtub. My bathtub. And I want to let you know this morning that I know we're in COVID virus and the news is crazy. 
but I want to take some time to plunge some things up out of your soul that don't belong there. Come on, y'all. Uh, uh, there's some depression up in your soul. There's some anxiety. And what the Lord wants to do is say, son, my daughter, my child, this does not belong in you. And I'm going to plunge it out of you because the, the, these things have nothing to do with me. Come on, y'all. And in this season, God wants you to thrive, not just survive. Come on, y'all. We're not the walking dead, all right? God wants you to thrive in your soul and have true life and abundant life right here within your being. Come on, y'all, all right? So feelings and emotions like, like, like uh, depression, anxiety, fear, hopelessness, discouragement, all these things the Lord wants to get right out of you because they do not belong there. And I speak it over your life that God, uh, God wants to put his peace, his joy, his love and hope in your heart instead, instead of those things. And watch this, you know, a simple solution would have solved this crazy bathtub episode, all right? You know what have, would have solved all of that is a simple filter over the ring of my bathtub. Come on, y'all. It was an open drain. It was an open game for anything to come in, anything to come out. How many times, do, and I don't have time to get into it, but we, we live our life like that, where anything goes in and anything comes out. Over this series, I want to teach us some principles, some biblical principles, how to put a filter over our soul so that anxiety, depression, stress, and fear, and hopelessness does not have the right to just come inside, all right? uh, uh, There's no clearance for that in the name of of Jesus. So over the next few weeks, at least three to four weeks, I would love for you to invite someone. I would love to just tell your, your tia, your theo, your uncle, all right, your compadre, somebody, to just invite them to, to this message series because I believe we all need a little bit of encouragement when it comes to our soul. And God wants you to thrive, not just survive. Go ahead and write that down on the chat right now. Say it to someone on the couch or whoever you're watching with. God wants me to thrive, not just survive. Come on, y'all. How about about this? 90% or 10% of your life is what happens to you. But 90% of your life is uh, uh, is how you respond to it. Come on, y'all. So I know that we're in coronavirus and it's hit everybody, all right? You, it's hit everybody. But we have the opportunity as Christians to not just react, but to respond. Come on, y'all, you hear me? In the name of Jesus. So I wanna educate you and teach you a few principles, biblically speaking, because I know there's a lot of teaching out there um, uh, about the soul uh, and, a, and just a worldview, but I wanna teach you from a biblical perspective, uh, some teaching and some principles and some applications when it comes to our soul. Here's number one for you. Do you know that your soul is a gift from God? All right, let me say it in Spanish as I'm practicing my Spanish for my Latinos, all right? Tu alma es un, es un regalo de Dios, all right? Uh, your soul is a gift from God. Watch this, Genesis chapter two, verse seven. It says this, then the Lord, from the very beginning, y'all, we're going way back, all right? Genesis chapter two, verse seven says this, then the Lord, God formed a man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. Now, as I've studied uh, my word studies, uh, the word living being in Hebrew, in the original Hebrew manuscript, it actually means nefesh. It means nefesh, which translates in English, it means soul. Or in, in Hebrew, it means soul, nefesh, 
means soul. In other words, you and I are the very, Adam and Eve or Adam was a pile of dust. And this is so theological because this is what the, this is what God in his nature does. He takes dust from the ground and he breathes over it and it becomes a living being. I don't know what you need uh, breath, God's breath over right now in your life, but he has the power. Come on, y'all, I'm preaching. He has the power to breathe on something that isn't alive right now. Oh, come on, somebody. He has the power to breathe on a dead marriage. He has the power to breathe on your on the soul if it's dead right now. He has the power to breathe on your emotions. He has the power to breathe on your finances. He has the power to breathe on your destiny and on your future in the name of Jesus. So what are you facing this morning that's dead? Because God has the ability to make dead things alive again in Jesus' name. All right? So your soul is a gift from God. And it's important to know that I think for most people, we, 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 we don't realize that life, so life doesn't just consist of our physical body. Life also consists, because of this text right here, a biblical point of view, uh, our life consists not only of our body, but also consists of our inner person, our inner life. And most people, watch this, they don't pay attention to that. And we often wonder why we feel certain things because a biblical definition of the soul is that yes, God breathed on dust and made it alive, but it also is our mind, the will, and the emotions. Think about what you feel, sadness, joy, happiness, pain. These are all within the soul of a person. And let me tell you, God wants you to have a healthy soul. He doesn't want things to corrupt you from the inside out. And most of us, we live from the outside in, not the inside out. And that's the part that I want to talk to you about over the next few weeks. And today is that God wants to give you a healthy soul. God wants you to live an abundant life right here. So that when things, that tough times come, so that when, when things seem like they're falling apart, you're still good. Come on, somebody. You're still good, boo-boo, in the name of Jesus. Why? Because your soul is good. Because the living God lives right here. All right. An important note to know, again, the Old Testament, the word for soul is nefesh. And the New Testament is suke. Uh, in the Greek, which is, the New Testament is 100% written in Greek. Or, uh, uh, yeah, in Greek. And also, we get the word suke uh, uh, in the Greek is also psychology, all right? That's where we get the word psychology is the study of the soul, all right? So it's important to know as we go over this series and as you're living your life in this time is that your soul is a gift of God. And think about it like this, watch this. You and I, it says the Bible says this, God breathed his breath, the breath into man's nostrils and he became a living being. Now watch this. I believe like this. The breath, why don't you take a deep breath right now. Come on, ready? I, I restart, ready? One, two, three. Take a deep breath, ready? That breath that you have is a gift from God. We're not promised tomorrow. This is a blessing that we call life. And watch this. That breath that we have, that's borrowed. Come on, y'all. That's borrowed breath. Now, I don't know about you, but what I do just because I love Jesus with all my soul, I want to give back, I want to give God a return back on the investment that he's given me. 
I want to give him everything. And f- everything. I want, I want to serve him. I want to love him. And watch this. I want to praise him with the breath that he's given me. Oh, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Forget not all his benefits. He forgives all your sins and he, he heals all your diseases. Come on, somebody. That's what we ought to do in a season like this when we're going through turbulence is give back our breath of praise back to the Lord Jesus Christ. So our soul is a gift from God. Come on, that was just my first point, all right? (laughs) Here's my second point. My second point is this, your soul, to have a healthy soul, you need to realize it's a gift. And the second thing is your soul, you have to understand this, becomes thirsty. Your soul is thirsty and it will consistently be thirsty. And that means that we as people, as individuals, will need to continue to be refilled and refreshed consistently because there's always going to be a longing of the soul. You know what I'm saying, all right? And and let me just say this, what you fill your soul with consciously or unconsciously will also come out of you. Now that's the scary part, all right? What you fill your soul with uh, consciously or unconsciously will also come out of you at some point. See, a lot of us right now, we're responding. Right now, we're reacting, you know, right now we're, we're like that bathtub where things are just so clogged within and we have no time or no patience. You know what I'm talking about? You have no time or patience and now you're just reacting when your wife says this or now you're just reacting when your husband does that or when you get home from work and God doesn't want those things necessarily for you. He wants to unclog the drain within you. Come on, y'all. All right. It's important as we talk about that because our soul becomes thirsty, that we need to have a healthy refilling of his presence. All right. Because some of the things that we fill our soul with, to be honest with you, does not no good at all. It's like soda. You know what I'm saying? Soda tastes good. Oh my God. You know, a squirt. Yeah. Squirt tastes real good. You know, but at the end of the day, after you have squirt, you're like, oh my God, why did I do that? It has no nutritional benefit or value at all in my life except squirt. You know, it has tons of nutrition. I'm just kidding. All right. It's in in the same way uh, is with the soul. God wants you to, God is the one who created you in his image. He's the one that breathed life into you. And he's the only one that's going to sustain you, boo-boo. Come on, in the name of Jesus. He's the only one who's going to give you real gratification, true fulfillment right now, in the, especially in these times that we're in. And let me tell you, we constantly as people, because of our sin and our brokenness and, our, and just the clog within us, what we like to do is sometimes we like to fill our soul with temporary pleasures that have no value and are only destructive to who we are, to our marriage, to our job, to our children. What am I talking about? I'm talking about destructive things that are temporary pleasures like pornography, like drinking alcohol, like having a stinking thinking attitude, like just having a bad mindset. All of these things are temporary pleasures that just eventually like the bathtub are just going to corrode and break the pipes down. And this this black smoke or black cloud looking thing is going to come up out of the pipes. And you're, it, it just, it's not, it doesn't give you any value. And, and for those reasons, God wants to give us his presence because that's the only thing that will truly satisfy our life. Watch this, Psalms 42 Verse one through two, and I love this. It says this, as the deer pants for the streams of living water. Watch this. As the deer pants for the streams of living water, so my soul pants for you, 
my God, my soul thirsts for God, the living God. Come on, y'all. There's nothing in this world, truth be told, there's nothing in this world that's going to gratify you, elevate you, fulfill you, sustain you like the person and the author of life, like Jesus Christ himself. He's the one that's going to make you uh, stay afloat in the midst of the storm when all hell is breaking loose. He's the one that's going to be the solid foundation that you stand on in times like this. There's nothing in the world that will gratify the void that's within your heart right now. And some of you know exactly what I'm talking about. You're pacing back and forth. You feel a heaviness upon you. You can't go to sleep at night. You're carrying the weight of the world. You're wondering if how you're going to pay the bills. And let me tell you right now, you need to fill your soul with the presence of God because he's the only one who's going to make sense out of all the mess. He's the only one who's going to give you peace in the chaos. All right. And his name is Jesus. I love this because the psalmist is talking about a little bit of biology. He's saying, as the deer needs water to sustain himself, so does my, watch this, so does my inner person need the living God, the very one who gave me life to sustain my life. Come on, y'all. What are you thirsty for? What are you thirsty for? And by the way, if, because of the longings of the soul, yes, we can't, our soul can thirst for things other than God, but those are those temporary pleasures that will give you no value or sustenance in your life. Come on, y'all. Or is only the living God? And I love that he says that, all right? My third point is this. Uh, uh, to have a healthy soul is your soul needs rest. Say it, say it on the chat. Your soul, write it down on the chat. Your soul needs rest. We need rest. Go ahead and look at someone right now that you're look, watching with. My soul, our soul needs rest in order to have a healthy soul, we need rest. It says this in Matthew chapter 11, verse 29 through 30. Come to me. This is Jesus Christ. He's saying, come to me. All right. All you who are weary and burdened. The Greek for burden means you're carrying unnecessary weight and an unnecessary load in your life. And it says, I will give, he says, I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I love that. For I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest, watch this, for your souls. And the Greek, the, again, the Greek for soul here is suke, means your spiritual life. It means your mind. It means your soul or everything within. I will give you rest. See, that's how you know, you, that's how you know you're spiritually tired. Watch this. You get, maybe you get eight hours of sleep every single night. Maybe you get nine hours of sleep. Come on, some of you, I know you get a little more than that, all right? But you wake up and you're still tired. You're still tired even after having eight hours of sleep. It's because you're tired within your emotions. It's because you're tired within your soul. And watch this, it continues to say, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So I brought a prop with me. This is one of my weights, all right? It's like 10 pounds. No, I'm just kidding, it's more, all right? Uh, A lot of us in our life, we're carrying unnecessary weight in our life. You're watching the news every single night, maybe multiple times a day. Maybe you're carrying um, just the weight of pressure in your life. and, And you're trying to operate in this life. You're trying to operate with your family or for your family. You're trying to have the right mind and just sanity. And you have just this unnecessary weight. In your soul is what I'm meaning, not, uh, not physically, but ne- ne- uh, in your soul, you have this unnecessary weight. And let me tell you, Jesus wants to take this weight 
from you. Right now, you feel the weight of the world on your shoulders. You say, uh, Pastor Michael, I feel inundated with information. I feel, the, I feel information overload. My social media, uh, the news, everything that is going on out there feels just so uh, pressuring. It feels so too much for me. And the reason is you were never meant to carry the weight of the world upon your shoulders. That's God's job. That's not your job. And I wanna let you know right now, as you put a filter over your soul, watch this, let me put this down, all right? Uh, what God wants you to do is he wants you to put a filter of, over your soul. And think about this. When you watch the news and you watch social media or you look at social media, pay attention to how it makes you feel. Pay attention to how, maybe put on your, open up your, your, your journal or your notes app on your iPhone and write down the next time you watch these things or look at these things, pay attention to how it makes your soul feel. I, I encourage you to write it down and that will give you some, um, some understanding of what you need to do in your life. Maybe we need to put the phone down for a little while. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we need to turn off the TV for just a little bit and we need to spend time with Christ. I don't know about you, but I realized over the last few weeks, especially the first half of this episode, the situation, I realized that I started to gain, get anxiety. I realized I started to feel a little bit depressed. And I realized that uh, I started to feel that way because I was no longer yoked or I, I was getting away from my yoke with Christ. And you know, the reality of a yoke is that it's created for two animals, where, where two animals like oxen are pulling something or they're carrying something. And as they're carrying something, they're in perfect synchronization. There's a pattern and there's a rhythm. In other words, Jesus Christ is saying, take my yoke upon you, come and join my life, be yoked with me. Come on, y'all, all right? And learn the rhythms of my grace. Learn the patterns of my salvation. Learn the patterns of my love for you. And I, I would say often we, we get anxious, we get depressed, we get more stressed because we're kind of slipping away from the being yoked with Christ, all right? And what he wants for us in this season is to learn from him. So what I've done every single day uh, during this season is I've been spending time meditating with Christ. I go into my backyard and it's this beautiful backyard. We have lemon trees and we have dra a dragon fruit. I don't know what you call a cactus looking thing. We have just a beautiful yard and I spend time with him and I rest there with him. And I release all of my burdens to him. And I learn what his voice is saying to me. And I realize that I'm not, uh, there's a lot of voices around me, social media, news, Fox, CNN, all of this stuff, people that I follow. And then I realize, you know what? Uh, I don't wanna digest all those voices within my soul because I want Christ's voice to resound uh, most within me, all right? So in order to have a healthy soul, let me recap. You need to first understand that your soul is a gift from God, Genesis 2, top two chapter seven. The second point is your soul becomes thirsty. Whether you realize it or not, your soul becomes thirsty. Whether you're a Christian or not, there's gonna be things that your soul is hungry for. And let me tell you right now, there's only Christ, only Christ can truly satisfy the soul. He can only quench the thirst that we have down there in our soul. Number three is we need our soul to rest. All right. Thank you so much for listening to today's message. I pray that it blessed you. It's so vital to do life together. That's why I would love to invite you to the Calling Church. Bring a friend. We would love to meet you. 
Also, stay connected to our church via our website, the Calling Church app, or our social media. God bless you.